It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Bill Latson. Bill out in Los Angeles with this Nationals team that's suddenly struggling a little bit. Uh, losers of four straight. They dropped a couple to the Padres and now a couple to the Dodgers. Uh, they also obviously will get into a little bit on Strasburg situation. Thought we were going to get a great matchup on Monday night, but then Strasburg scratched. But before that, let's get into Tuesday night's game because this is one of those games that you, you got to look back on and kind of kick yourself because Tanner Roark pitched so well through seven innings. Um, the offense couldn't quite add on to a lead for this team. And then, sure enough, eighth inning, a guy who's hitting under 200, Yasmani Grandal, comes through with a three-run shot, and the Nationals lose their fourth straight. But the Nationals won for 10 with runners in scoring position. I think at the end of the day, Bill, you can't blame Tanner Roark for this one. No, uh, Tim. Uh, the problem was the offense. And, you know, Dusty Baker has mentioned this numerous times. Um, they can't seem to... Uh, you know, do things with runners in scoring position. That's been a problem all year. And uh, it would not surprise me, Tim, if they went out and tried to get a hitter to help his offense because, you know, yes, they're in first place. They have a nice lead. But I'm telling you, I don't think uh, Mike Rizzo and his staff are satisfied with what they're saying. I know Dusty Baker's not satisfied. And uh, I expect them to try to make a deal to get a hitter. The good thing is they do have that lead, which allows you a little bit of, of leeway, and maybe there's no, there's certainly no panic at this point. There's time to get the right deal made if, if they do end up going that direction. Uh, they get two runs on Tuesday from two home runs. Bryce Harper hitting one, which is good. And then Danny Espinosa again, who's almost caught up to Bryce Harper in the home run department. So they got some power, but but not with runners on scoring position, like you said, uh, with runners in scoring position. Uh, Monday night, uh, I mentioned Strasburg getting scratched, Bill, and it would have been Strasburg, Kershaw, uh, Strasburg 10 and oh, obviously Kershaw was 10 and one heading into that one. It didn't happen. Back strain. Uh, what's the latest on on Strasburg and that back? Well, it's not uh, as bad as it was uh, last year. Um, he's hoping to make his next start. No announcement has been made yet. We'll know within the next uh, three days, hopefully. But, uh, yes, yeah, so this is only a, you know, like a little setback. But he should be okay. Uh, this is not going to be a long-term deal at all. And uh, he should be back soon. Yeah, and it, I, I know he wanted to pitch on Monday to the point that he was at the park getting treatment in hopes that it would loosen up, and it just didn't happen in time. Uh, but you got to give some credit to Yusmero Petit. Here's a guy who's kind of – this has kind of been his thing since he's been in the major leagues. Uh, he can pitch out of the bullpen, but then if you have to throw him in with little notice into a start, a spot start at any time, he seems to always come up big. He did it for the Giants for years uh, and, and to the point where he, he had a great run there where he had a scoreless inning streak, um, record-setting. Um, but now he's done it with the Nationals. Seems like there's something in just the way he ticks that, that allows him to be that guy that can do it all 
from the bullpen or from the starting rotation? Well, it's obviously he keeps his arm in shape. I mean, that's the that's the reason he's able to close a game or even uh, start a game. So, uh, you know, this is not a surprise, as you know, because as you said, he did it against uh, he did it against the Nationals in the uh, NLDS in 2014. He pitched like six innings in long relief and picked up the win. So uh, this is not a surprise. That's why they picked him up, and uh, you know, he's one of the best long men they ever had. Yeah, it certainly is. He's he's done a great job, and hopefully he will continue to do that. Um, you mentioned the need for offense, and they got a, a momentary lift on Sunday from Michael Taylor, who's obviously struggled with the bat throughout this season. But Taylor, finally a big game. Four hits. He hit a couple of home runs. Um, at this point, obviously the sample size is not small anymore with Michael Taylor, but that's a, a glimmer of hope. Do you have optimism that, that Taylor can figure it out consistently at the major league level? I hope so. I mean, his problem is not hitting, hitting the fastball, kid. It's hitting the breaking ball. So you hope he figured it out. I mean, uh, against uh, the Cubs that last game, he hit a, a curveball. So that's, that's a good sign when he hit the uh, game-tying uh, game hit. So hopefully that's a good sign, and, uh, you know, and hopefully he can hit the breaking ball. I mean, that's the big key with him. Yeah, and that's a big key with so many guys, um, and, and you hope that at some point they figure it out at the major league uh, level. Uh, you mentioned trading for a hitter, um, Bill, and, and I was actually talking this week. We did a little segment with Jim Duquette about teams and needs and, and that sort of thing, but we we focused it around the Yankees and whether or not they would trade one of their back end of the, the bullpen guys, whether it be Andrew Miller or Aroldis Chapman. And for him, the Nationals came up. Obviously, Papelbon's hurt, um, and and he'll be back at some point. But he brought up Aroldis Chapman because of the relationship that's there with Dusty Baker. Obviously, uh, they both go back to Cincinnati, and, and Baker was there when Chapman came up. Is right. that a possible scenario for you, that, that maybe the Nationals would, would go out there and make a move for Aroldis Chapman? Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, I've written it uh, in the past that uh, not only Chapman, but uh, Andrew Miller as well. So, yes, there's a possibility uh, that uh, those two guys could be members of the Nationals. And, you know, um, I was told that uh, getting bullpen help is the top priority um, before the deadline. So, yes, it's, uh, it's a strong possibility that uh, Chapman or Andrew Miller could be at the back end of the Nationals bullpen. There's no question. Now, how would that dynamic work when Papelbon comes back? Because he doesn't seem like the guy that's going to happily become a setup man. Would you be able to do matchups, rotate, or or would Papelbon just have to kind of swallow his pride and become that eighth inning guy? Because I don't see Chapman becoming a setup man. No, uh, Chapman will not be, if, if that was the case, he would not be a setup man. But uh, either uh, Papelbon has to settle for a new role or... Um, they have to try to trade him. It's going to be hard to trade him. So it could be uh, it could be those two scenarios. I don't see them releasing him because he's doing well enough to be productive for them. But you don't. But you hope that he doesn't have the attitude that Drew Storen had last year when Drew Storen lost his closer's job. I mean, it was never the same for Drew Storen. I mean, he was he had a hard time getting hitters out. So you hope that that doesn't happen with Pablomon if that's the case. Yeah, you hope that he can focus on just wanting to win and, and get back to a World Series and, and kind of figure out what's best for the team. Uh, the All-Star game is quickly approaching, Bill. 
Uh, so the last thing I wanted to touch on with you is is Bryce Harper seems firmly uh, set as far as being a starter in the outfield uh, on the latest voting. But Daniel Murphy continues to trail Ben Zobrist in the vote at second base. And when you look at the numbers, I mean, what Daniel Murphy has done, this guy should be starting in the All-Star game. But Cubs fans have really been outvoting. Uh, they right now have the entire infield as far as the starting lineup goes for the All-Star game. In your mind, can Murphy catch Zobrist in the voting? Can Nationals fans get out there and get this done? It's going to be hard. I mean, obviously, the Cubs fans, I mean, they want to see their guys, obviously. But, you know, Ben uh, Ben Zobris is having a great year himself. I mean, he's doing it all offensively and defensively as well. So um, you hope that uh, Daniel Murphy can continue to have this hot streak at the bat and also improve with the glove. So I, I think um, Ben Zobris is an all-around player, and I think people realize, realize that. And uh, that's why I think Ben Zobris has the lead right now. Well, obviously, uh, whether or not he starts, Daniel Murphy will certainly be a member of the National League roster uh, when they gather in San Diego for the All-Star Game in a couple of weeks. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Nationals edition. For Bill Latson, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.